Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Our sponsor is Moxie and Zen. If you head over to moxieandzen.com slash tforce and use the code tforce, you can get 20% off of your order on premium, high-quality, and inexpensive boxers. They're made from bamboo to help wick away the sweat, which leaves you feeling fresh. Also, make sure to check out our Patreon, where we have a multitude of different perks. Anyone that signs up for the $5 tier will receive first dibs on any and all tournaments that we host. We'll send out an early access email so you can be at the front of the line to sign up and get onto the rift. The $10 tier will grant you access to special interviews or podcasts that we do. Additionally, $10 will grant you one replay review per month from the podcaster of your choice. Just download the replay file and send it to us via email or private Discord message. With the replay review, you'll get the insight and expertise that the podcasters bring, which will help you optimize each phase of the game. The $15 tier will unlock one live coaching session per month from the podcaster of your choice. Let us know who you'd like to talk to, and we'll set up a way for you to stream your game to them as a member of the podcast walks you through your game. And finally, the $50 tier will grant you a one-time guest spot on the podcast where you will be able to give your input on the show agenda and be live on the podcast with the rest of the Trinity Force crew. The money that we collect from Patreon not only helps keep the lights on, but helps to pay for better equipment and promotional materials. If you have any questions for the crew, shoot us an email at questions at trinityforcepodcast.com. You can also head over to our website, www.trinityforcenetwork.com. There you can find a link for our Discord, old episodes, and other Trinity Forest Network podcasts. You can also visit our subreddit, r slash tforcenetwork, our Twitter, at tforcenetwork, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash c slash trinityforcepodcast, or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash tforcepodcast, where we're regularly streaming tournaments, community game nights, other league games the podcasters are playing, and even other games occasionally. Finally, on Tuesday nights, make sure to join us in our Discord at 7.15pm Eastern Standard Time, where we will be playing and often streaming on Twitch, Community Game Night, for some fun pre-made games and in-house custom matches. Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Yo, it's that Triforce cast beaming straight to your home. Grab a beer so we know Pony drinking alone. Send an email, a quick tweet, just pick up the phone. Leave a message, hit the beep if you're a creep, watch your tone. Discuss the meta game, patch notes, whatever helps your stats most. Obi Pone Kenobi is your last hope to snatch gold. So grab your headphones and join in the fun. We'll try enforcing some jokes and some cringeworthy puns. Yo, we can make it together, people. Trinity Force Podcast. These boys are second to none. But that's the end of the intro. It's time we've begun.
Hello, and welcome to episode 791 of the Trinity Force Podcast. I'm your host, John, and we have Bomo. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about the mid-patch update for 12.23b. So, first we're going to start off, how are you doing, Bomo? I'm doing uh, pretty good. So... Just been playing some League of Legends. Uh, I'm gonna okay. I, I I said this last time that I'm gonna try hard to climb this next season, but this season for sure. So I'm gonna stick to a small champion pool and like just play solo queue. I'm not gonna get distracted by like competitive teams and that kind of stuff. So I want to just try to focus on just climbing solo queue with a small champion pool and just learning that way and just just see. Um, I think I last season I got pretty annoyed. Um, but that's a whole that's a whole other topic that we can discuss some other time. But yeah, this time yeah. I think I'm gonna try to stick with it, and even though it's gonna be pretty brutal, maybe um, I'm gonna just try it out and just see where I where it gets me with the two champion pool right now with Diana and Yone, and I might add a third in Ari depending on how the the meta shakes up. But I think for now those two um, should get me through platinum. I think. I think that's uh that's awesome to hear honestly. You're uh you're following the old uh the old coach Curtis yeah, mantra. The BBC mantra. I like exactly. it. Yeah, the the BBC yeah. mantras. Yeah. No, it's awesome to hear. I think that's and I mean like they say I think that's a good thing to do just yeah. cuz I mean like just do it, have a have a crack as they say and then see what happens. Yeah. I mean um cuz you know I think regardless there's a lot that can be uh learned from the process mm-hmm. i also had like kind of an enlightening moment at work too so uh, i'm a biomedical engineer uh, within my company and i just recently had like a workshop training um that goes over like uh, project management like skills and tools that we can use and one of them that they mentioned was uh this japanese um saying for mastery is uh shuhari and essentially it breaks up mastery of any craft or skill into three separate stages so you need the fundamentals and the foundations um in the first part and the second part is you begin to start asking questions and questioning the fundamentals and then the last step is just uh, unleashed creativity based on the fundamentals so that was pretty eye-opening so taking that to heart <laughs> i actually submitted a a question to the BBC about this, so we'll see if it gets mm-hmm. read on the Broken by Concept anytime soon. But yeah, I, I sent in a whole thing about Shuhari and how it actually is a reflection of what they're actually trying to teach for their mantra. And there's actually a, a word for what they're teaching, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's kind of cool because I'm uh, I'm 25% Japanese. Oh, nice. So I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a um, it's a saying from like Aikido, so the the martial arts. And so it's it's how you progress and learn the martial arts, and you need kind of the three stages of shuhari in order to actually become like a very proficient master of a craft or something. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, the fundamentals are so important. That's awesome, though. That's really cool to hear. I mean, I want to do uh, definitely strive to do the the same thing, um, next season. In this patch, I mean, I've played a lot of Rengar. Um, not so much Graves, but the little bit of Graves I have played, I've had a good bit of success. Um, I mean, I've just been trying out stuff, too, for fun, playing ADC some. I've been having a good bit of success in ADC. Um, I've just been having fun with it in the preseason, just learning all the new stuff. And uh, just kind of trying everything out, like the new items and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been um, having a seeing what's good. preseason too. I think it's super good. Yeah, I, I've been enjoying. Yeah, it. there's. I mean, there was stuff that was uh, pretty, pretty strong. But like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think um, it's preseason. You know, so it's, they want you to try. Yeah, it's for, new things. Yeah, exactly. St- and it's. I think it's good. Yeah. To you know, take preseason somewhat, at least somewhat seriously. Mm-hmm. Just to test. Uh, ideally, out. you know, take it seriously, because I mean, it's a good time to. Like just use it as a training ground and yeah. kind of a springboard into next season. Um, it can really set the 
the tone for for your next season. So yeah, I'm still bitter. Um, I'm still so upset about the the Rod of Ages. I think it's such a bad item, man. And they did it. To they you, did it Bumble. so dirty. But, they did you yeah. dirty and Rod of Ages. <laughs> yeah. No, it looks the icon. It looks so clean. Yeah. And but yeah, I I mean I agree. It's kind of under underwhelming it's a shit mythic and i can't even buy it with uh abyssal mask either riot's really like making it tough for me to <laughs> but yeah we also yeah another time yeah it i just feel like also it just hurts a little worse because it's like i feel like that item was so hyped you know what i mean everyone was like oh my god rod of ages it's is coming right? back it's, it's back and then the it's just days. like oh no yeah. but Anyway, yeah. Also, I guess speaking about like uh, yeah, work stuff. As far as me, yeah, I just other than league stuff, I had my last residency interview and it went really well. I thought, but it was very long. But um, yeah, now I just have to wait back to hear about that stuff early next year, and um, so yeah, that'll kind of decide what what I'm doing next as far as that, but. Looking forward to all that. I'm looking forward to uh, season 13 for the league as well. Um, but yeah, let's get into the the mid patch update, the second one. Um, why don't you kick it off, Bomo, with Mister Mister Doctor Mundo? Sure. So uh, Mundo has been a menace, and they're trying to tone him down. Um, I think from the jungle, mainly. Um, so with Dr. Mundo, they adjusted his base health regen. So instead of 0.75, um, it's now 0.55 per level, I think. Um, the passive health loss, um, 3% of current health to 4% current health. Um, I think that's with his... Uh, it's, it's, so that passive health loss is from when you CC him the first time and you hit that little canister pops off of him. So he loses a little bit more health for that canister coming off. Um, but I think he... Oh, it's okay, so they actually reverted it. So before, they actually gave him more healing for picking it up. But now they actually reduced that as well. So the additional maximum health regen um, from 0.4 to 2.5 is now down to 0.4 to 2.3. So later stages in the game, he won't have as much regen. I don't know what point two regen looks like, honestly, but it, it I guess it, it is a nerf. <laughs> um, and then they made the Q cost more health scaling with levels. So at level one, it costs 10 less health um, to use. But now instead of it costing 60 at all ranks, um, when it's max level, it costs 90 health. So I think this is pretty good. It makes it so Mundo has to be more deliberate with his Qs. You can't just spam it and not really have any repercussions. I think losing 90 health is significant compared to 60 health. So if you miss your cleaver twice, now it's 180 health, where before you'd have to miss it three times to lose that significant health. Plus, you're also losing the the regeneration, so you're also not being able to get back a lot of that health quicker, which I think is pretty good. Um, his E health cost also uh, has gone up at the later stages, but it's lower at the start. Um, so instead of scaling 20 to 60 health costs, it's now 10 to 70 health. Um, and his R cooldown was increased by 10 seconds, which I think is a pretty good change. Yeah, I mean, he, uh, he's he been a problem for sure. I mean, I've played him some. Uh, his clear is so good, and it was so healthy. So, I mean, I totally agree. I think that was spot on about the uh, the Qs too, because that like ninety versus sixty is way more punishing, um, both for top lane and jungle. And you know, it's like, I mean, if you're not hitting them, you're you're not going to be also coming out of jungle. You know, a hundred percent HP now. Um, but yeah, I think overall good changes because he he just needed to be toned down. Um, his, I think his itemization was very good too, so, um, that definitely made it hard to deal with him. And I think, and then um, Hecarim, yeah. with, at least with the Q2, 
uh, well, with the Q adjustment, I think it shouldn't affect good Mundo players because you get you get back half the HP if you hit um, an enemy. So if you're if you're consistently hitting enemies, then you'll get the health back. But if you hit a champion or monster, you get a hundred percent back. So if you're hitting your cleavers, you won't be seeing a big significant change in the the health cost. It's just the the skills. Was it floor was slightly raised, so you're taking more damage by missing the Q. Right. Yeah, that's. I feel like that just makes a lot of sense. Like in anything like that, I feel like is a change like that is good where it rewards more uh, like skill expression in terms of like um, just having to hit the skill shot to get like a, a full benefit out of it, and then also having the you know the con of if he's missing it. It's going to be a pretty significant chunk to his health, especially if he's missing a bunch, you're saying. But overall, good changes. And then Hecarim, his Q% percent bonus damage per stack is going from 4% to 3%. And then the scaling on the AD is going from 5% per... 100 bonus AD to 4% per 100 bonus AD. You know, it's, it like, on paper it seems kind of small. I, I played some Hecarim, like, after this uh, change. He feels not great to me. Uh, like, his clear feels not, like, pretty bad. Uh, as far as, like, coming out healthy, for sure, now. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just from a feel, strict feel standpoint, like, it just felt bad, uh, so, I don't know, this seemed pretty significant to me. What has been your, have you had any experience with this yet? Uh, I think with the Hecarim change, it makes his clear a little less healthy, which I think is better. I think he's still strong if you can accelerate, like, clear and you're not disrupted. Like, if you still power farm and not get set back, then I think he's still pretty strong. But this just helps him not feel so oppressive early on and still be able to do a lot in the mid to late game, too. So, yeah. I think it's a good I change. I think overall, yeah. Overall, I think it's a good change, yeah. And I just looked at his, uh, his win rate. It, he's sitting at a 48.6 gold plus. Okay. So... He he definitely dropped a little bit. I think he was sitting at like fifty percent before. But, um, yeah. I mean, he was definitely strong. So, mm -hmm. I think a good change overall. And Janna, her passive bonus move speed is being nerfed from eight percent to six percent. And then the E, bonus AD, is getting um a nerf. At the second level, by uh, two and a half, and then at the higher levels, but about the same amount until forty at the last amount, the max and thirty, will be the new, but same AP scaling. So I mean, I think Jan has just been really strong for a while. Um, I think it's a good change. It's felt really oppressive early. Um, I don't know. What do you, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I actually don't know because I haven't actually seen a lot of Janas in any of my games recently, so it's kind of hard to tell. But just based on the enchanter, she seems pretty strong. But I haven't really faced against any. Yeah, I'm. <clears throat> I guess I'm kind of like partial. I don't. I really don't like playing Enchanta too, because mm. especially as Rengar, just. Like, messes up everything I'm trying to do. Yeah, I'm kind of glad I haven't seen a lot of it, because she counters, like, Yone and Diana, too, so... Yeah. yeah I mean, I haven't... Becoming I don't menace, see it... I might ban it, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see it too, too much, but mm -hmm. when I do, gosh, it's it's pretty... feels bad. Yeah. Especially playing against it as an ADC. feels pretty bad, too. <laughs> I mean, you just cannot trade... Like, it's impossible to win a trade when she yeah. put the shield on the ADC. I feel like a Janna yeah, just can't walk sounds up. pretty oppressive, honestly. That or Janna Draven yeah. is, like, just a nightmare to deal with for any, like, early game ADC. 
so oppressive, but yeah, I mean, that's just toned her down a little bit. I, she needed it. Like, her win rate was was pretty wild. I think it was, like, pre this patch, it was 54%, like, over 54%. Um, let's see what it is now. Now, I mean, it went down, like, half a percent. We'll have to see, I guess. Yeah, we'll have to see, but... Um, overall, I think could change, mm -hmm. and then I, I think they've taken baby steps with it as far as the not trying to go overboard with it, I guess. Mm -hmm. But um, do you want to do Lilia? Sure. Um, they, uh, so I think this change is actually really bad for the game. Um, okay. They, bef I guess to put into context, they made Lilia a melee champion. So mm -hmm. she was synergizing really well with the Demonic Embrace. And because she was doing really well with Demonic Embrace, they just nerfed her numbers. So it kind of pigeonholes you to like having to build specific items now. Um, and so I think Conquer stacks up really quickly with her now because she's a melee. Um, Demonic Embrace does more damage because she's a melee now too. Um, so essentially they got rid of, well, they lowered the percent health damage on her passive so it's going from six percent to five percent um the q magic damage is decreasing five per level um and the ap ratio is staying the same and the outer q true damage is also decreasing by five per level so you're you're losing a decent amount of damage because people are building demonic embrace um i don't think that's the right way to balance something if she's strong i think Maybe take a look at, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say take a look at the item because then maybe it's just her that's popping off with Demonic Embrace. So, But <laughs> here I am complaining. I don't even know how to fix the issue. But I think it's a bad way to tune her down by changing her. To, I think changing her to a melee champion was good, but maybe there's other repercussions that was hard to <laughs> figure out. Um, but, yeah, they ended up lowering a lot of her numbers because – she was getting too good with easing, becoming a melee champion, essentially. Yeah, I also have seen her, like, rushing uh, demonic. Mm-hmm. Because it just, like, it just makes you a little yeah. bit tankier, too, and with Conqueror stacking, it's it's kind of kind of kind of good. <laughs> yeah, I think she is pretty strong. Mm -hmm. I think also the, uh, I mean, when Jack Show was, uh, We'll talk about Jack Show later, but when Jack Show was um like before this update, that was pretty good on her because you would go uh, demonic and then Jack Show on her, right? Yeah, and then you just go like Sork Boots and then You're like just so tanky. And then yeah, and then so you just get like a yeah, you get a Dark Seal and then suddenly you have a Medjize. Yeah, but I think she was she was pretty strong. She uh, cause I think I mean her clear is good and healthy. I feel like the new jungle changes mm -hmm. i haven't played her i played against her a good bit um in terms of playing against her i feel like i just try to shut her down super early just try to disrupt her first clear yeah try to uh set myself up to yeah invade her or just disrupt her in general yeah i'm actually surprised uh, with the change to melee i haven't seen her a lot in top against the the melees and the tanks. I feel like she'd be really good into them after getting the, the buff to her melee stance, so we'll see. I think she'd be a good top laner, though. Yeah, no, I, I agree. She's she's a... I surprised that hasn't been a, more of a thing you're, like you were saying, because like, the change with the uh, range to melee as far as like st stack and conquer and stuff like that. Because, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, she can trade really well. Yeah. with top laners and it's pretty uh i mean it's hard to trade back i mean especially with the healing and the uh the damage over time like it's, it's very frustrating for for a lot of top laners so i'm surprised that that hasn't been more uh more of a thing especially with like the demonic just straight up rushing demonic you know yeah do you you might go for uh, the Lux sure. change as well. Um, I haven't seen a lot of her, but they're increasing her damage on the E by increasing the AP ratio. So 
Um, you're now, instead of it being a 70% AP ratio, it's now 80%. And then same with the R, the AP ratio went from 100 to 120. So it, she's just doing more damage now. And nothing else is changing about her, which is, we'll have to see. But it sounds like a pretty, she sounds pretty strong now, <laughs> again. Yeah, so like, I don't know. My personal uh, sentiment about this is that, like, like when I played ADC, even when she is not strong, I mean I don't think that her damage, specifically her E, was an issue. Because in my experience, like I mean I know ADC typically has low base MR, and especially if you're not building any MR, like yeah I know she's gonna do damage, but I think it is a little bit ridiculous that like she could be like zero three and like five and then have lost chapter and she hits a single e on you and it does like a 30 or hp like pre this buff so i haven't experienced it this this change but like i don't know this is just to me just seemed like it was out of nowhere yeah. uh and specifically like i don't know to me the most frustrating part of her kit is her e <laughs> so it's just I such a know. big well, range, and it's like... It's, like, very hard to dodge unless yeah. you're anticipating it, you know? And, and like, I wish they'd the shift her damage more to the passive auto. Yeah. Um, I think that takes more skill, because anyone can just throw out ease and try to fish for damage, and I don't think that's healthy for the game. But maybe maybe Riot needs, like, some of those, like, types of champions, you know? Um, for For all the different crowds of people playing the game, if that's what they need. But yeah, yeah seems... that, I mean, well, her her win rate, as far as her win rate, I mean, she's sitting now at, uh, I think, I'll have to look what it was before, but, I mean, she's sitting at 51%. I mean, that's, that's, that's good for her. That's really good for her, you know. But, we'll see. Um, I would be surprised if, like, it stays like that. I don't know. I don't, we'll see. But anyway, Mordekaiser, spooky bug fix. Fixed a bug where Mordekaiser could proc his passive by using his abilities on small monsters. I thought they changed this, like, I thought they changed this last patch. I guess not. Because that was, like, one of the more frustrating things about more jungle, you know? Yeah. It just He could just proc his passive off everything in the jungle. But, yeah, I mean, I think this is... It's bug, bug fix. fix, so I think they tried yeah. to change it and it still wasn't working correctly, so... Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess it's a lot of different interactions and stuff like that, but... Yeah. We'll see if it's, uh... If it's, I haven't seen Markizer at all, really. So, but I haven't played too much. I haven't his, uh... seen him because I've been banning him, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, a lot of changes to Nyla. Uh... I mean, she was definitely strong, so um, I'm kind of surprised to see this many changes, I guess. But her Q physical damage is getting nerfed. Um, it's only on the scaling, um, so it's down 2.5%. The second level, 5 at the third, and then 75 and then 10 at the final um, max of the ability. Uh, then the Q damage increased is based on crit strike chance uh, with our Q, 0 to 100%. And it's going scaling with crit chance to 0 to 120 scaling with crit chance now. So it's going from a 0 to 100 to a 0 to 120. And then the Q passive healing on the basic and her formless blade attacks against champions. It's going from 0 to 15% post mitigation scaling with crit to 0 to 20% scaling with crit. So a little bump up. And then her R damage over time is getting a slight nerf on the scaling. From 
of its bonus AD to 28% of the bonus AD. And then the R damage at the end of the cast is no changes. The R total damage looks like they just lowered the scaling on it a little bit from 260 of the bonus AD to 232%. Yeah, that's a really high scaling. Like, what? Um, then the R healing is going from 30 to 45% post-mitigation damage, scaling with crit chance to 20 to 50% post-mitigation damage. Whoa. That's a lot of stuff. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, I haven't played her, like, that much myself. I play against her some. I mean, she seems strong. I mean, I definitely thought she was strong. I don't honestly know what this does for her. I don't either. I don't play her. <laughs> I don't play her or play. I don't really know how often. she works. I know she gets bonus experience, but yeah, that yeah. to me is the most frustrating part about her. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Uh, she's sitting at. A fifty-four and a half percent win rate in gold plus, but I don't know. I feel like I mean this is decently large sample size, but I don't know. I never play against her, like you were saying. Like so, it's kind of few and far between. Um, so I can't really speak to it too much, but Ramus though I can speak to. But yeah, Ramus is getting a little nerf. I think this is this is good. His W cooldown is going from six seconds to seven, and then his bonus armor fifty to forty, and then the W bonus MR from fifteen to ten. So it's a little nerf. I mean, I think this is this is fine. I mean, he like he was thriving with the. Uh, with Jack Show, so I think that this is a good thing. I mean, he was sitting at like a 55% win rate or something like that, like pre this. I mean, he's still doing pretty good, it looks like. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, Ramus and Mordekaiser are my two bands right now, so I haven't really seen yeah, either that... of them. <laughs> if one of them yeah. is banned, I banned the other. Yeah, Zach seems pretty good right now. I think overall, yeah, I'd ban Ramus like every game. Mm-hmm. He's so annoying to play against as uh, as Rengar yeah. and Graves. So as a mid laner in general, I, I don't like playing against Ramus. I I feel like most champions don't do well into him from the mid lane. Yeah, any AD champ like just gets yeah absolutely destroyed by him. AD Feels melee, so bad. even like mages too. He just like cues and like ults you and you just die <laughs> yeah because he's gonna do his thing no yeah. matter what right he's just gonna run at you hit you with like a bowling ball and then taunt you and then yeah. he just gets a bunch of resistances mm-hmm. it just feels so bad yeah but yeah overall i think this is a good change but yeah as far as udir um i mean have you experienced much udir uh like on this new patch i guess so Not in the new patch, but before that, the the menace of the max. Q oh gosh! And like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so absurd. It's almost like, getting to the point where it's almost like Zeri, where like I feel like they just don't know what to do with Udir after they figured out this build, um, and now it's kind of like, insane. Yeah, it just felt like a meme. Like mm-hmm. it's like okay, we've got this this tank champion. And now he's just going Hail of Blades and rushing Prowler's Claw yeah. into Bork into full defenses and like one shotting your tanks. Yeah. Even if you even if you like catch him out and you're about to kill him, he can just take one person down with him. It's just insane. I've like I've played it a good bit too. Just I mean it's <laughs> I just think it's so funny. You can mm-hmm. just be like there's been times where I was doing that on the the last patch and I, you're just so behind as him and i'm like i remember specifically i was like i was not playing good that game and then mm-hmm. but i had prowlers and uh 
at Bork at that point. I just walked up to the heart steel shin, just prowlers, and then just one tapped him with hail blades and Bork. Like actually, like it was gross. <laughs> so I think overall these these changes needed to uh, this will be good. But his uh, W E and R mana costs are going from forty five to twenty eight to forty to twenty three. Um, so just toning the cost down a little bit early um and then the q yeah importantly the q bonus physical damage is being nerfed um both the scaling and the uh just the base so small i mean it looks like small numbers i mean it's the scaling it's going from six to five percent and then um it's toned down by like decimal points mm -hmm. at each uh Looks like they're rounding down. Yeah. Um. And then the Q bonus physical damage on hit damage is getting nerfed. Um. Looks like a little bit both the scaling and the base. Ten percent on the scaling. It's going from twenty to. Um, the scaling's increasing. But the oh base, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. You're right. The the base is getting, but the yeah the scaling is getting increased from twenty to thirty. And then at the second level, it's getting um, increased. It's going from 13 to 11, and then 21 to 17, and so on. But then the Q Awaken physical damage is um, also going down 2 to 5%, 2% to 4% of the target's maximum HP. I mean, that was like felt like the really bad part, too. Like, when he had the Empowered Q and he had Prowlers... And then, a, I mean, a second item. Like, you're just dead. Like, you're gonna... It doesn't even matter who you are. Like, yeah. you're just getting one shot by him. It felt so good in a 1v1 situation to play against. So. But anyway, the last thing they did was the... Our base damage per tick is getting increased. So, um... The base damage by a couple. 18 to 20 at the second level. Mm -hmm. 26 to 30... 34 to 40, 42 to 50, 50 to 60. So, I mean, I think that's overall a good change. I guess incentivizing more damage to be put in the R again. Finally go back to the normal <laughs> normal order of things, hopefully. With the normal uh, bruising yeah, the, yeah, in, your <laughs> yeah, the in quote, yeah, yeah. the normal Udyr. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, gosh, I just hope that the uh, the Prowler's Claw Nightmare is over. So, <laughs> hopefully we can move on and not have to ban that every game. Yeah. But, yeah. Do you want to go over the Zed changes? Sure. So, with Zed, they nerfed his Q physical damage. So, instead of it going from 80 to 220, it now goes from 70 to 210. So, it's 10 damage per level. Um, they also increased the E cooldown. So, instead of scaling 5 to 3 seconds, it now scales 5 to 4 seconds. Um and the E physical damage is also getting nerfed as well. So from 70 to 150, and it's down now to 65 to 145. So five damage from each level, essentially. Um, I played against the Zed. Uh, it's not really too noticeable, mainly because it works with Electrocute. But it does, it does work out if you're able to avoid a lot of his Q poke before the all-in, I think. And if you do get hit by one or two, it's, it's not as bad. Um, but yeah, he's still if a good Zed player. I don't think should have really any issues with this nerf. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It looks like uh, I mean, his win rate before was uh pretty bonkers. So you know, it's not saying a whole lot, but I mean, I guess it went down a good bit because I think it was like I want to say he was sitting at like over fifty three percent, but now he's sitting at fifty two. I think overall good changes, but like you said, I mean, for a good set, this isn't going to change a whole lot um, in general. But do you have anything else to add to that? No, I don't think so. Let's move on. Okay. Jack Show. Nerfs are here. Perhaps. Will they be enough? Combined cost 600 to 700, and then so that. Makes a total cost three thousand to thirty one hundred, and then the armor and MR per second 
in combat with uh, champions on the passive is going from 3 to 2. Um, overall, I think this is a good change. I think that it might need more. I think that uh, in terms of gold efficiency, the item was, you know, pre this change, so good. Like, <clears throat> I want to say it was like, let's see, yeah. I mean, it was just the base stats. It was 91% gold, gold efficient. And then, you know, the, the thing about the passive is like, there really isn't anything you have to consider in the use of it. You know, you just, you go in, you do your thing. As long as you're just on top of their team, you know, you're going to get the passive. And it's really not too difficult to get to those uh, max stacks, you know, like... In my experience, it's, you know, if a fight is lasting 8 to 10 seconds, you're getting full stacks. So, at that point, whenever you have full stacks, pre the change, it was 121.7% goal efficient, which, like, that's that's just insane. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I mean, it just doesn't make, to me, intuitively, that doesn't make a lot of sense, because... Um, like, the idea with gold efficiency, um, you know, is, with tanks specifically, is it's supposed to not, their gold efficiency on their items isn't supposed to be this good. Like, that is, uh, that just seemed a bit absurd to me, especially considering, to me, like, the most overpowered, like, part about the item is the passive drain, because it's specifically on, um, Champions that are um, incentivized to build HP and a lot of it, like Zach, because it's the drain is based on their maximum HP. So, I mean, <laughs> with Zach, you're actually doing a lot of damage with the passive as well, and you're healing for that same amount, which to me just seemed insane. Like, I use this item a good bit on Warwick too. And it's just so good. Like, you just unkillable. So, yeah, I think this is a step in the good direction. But I don't like, um, and I guess I'll speak to this um, in a second, as far as, like, um, some of the other items. But, yeah, it just seemed a little bit, it's objectively just too good. But, like, I understand it. Like, they, you know, want people to build the item, try it out. Mm -hmm. But that seems a bit, a bit wild for me. Yeah, I've been having a great time building Jack Show on both Diana and Yone against like a, <laughs> a three tank uh, team comp on the enemy side, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I enjoy the item. I think it's a little strong, but I mean, it's fun. Yeah, I think it's is. Yeah. Yeah, undoubtedly is fun for sure. I think it was pretty good. Like if you know Prowlers and all that wasn't insane mm -hmm. on Udir Jack yeah. Show, I thought was good on him too, but. Um, yeah, I guess, like, as a comparison to, uh, I don't know, they didn't do anything to Heartsteel this patch, mm -hmm. so I guess, like, just as a comparison, um, you know, I, like, Heartsteel is, I mean, they didn't do any changes to it, as is, it's 102% gold efficient, just from its base stats, um, I think that's fine because uh, the next yeah. item that they buffed is Lord Dom's, Lord Dom's yeah, regard, no. and I think, I think right. tanks should be able to be strong if no one's building like anti-tank items, and so I think just yep. making anti-tank items stronger I think is better instead of trying to nerf hard steel maybe. Yep. Um. So with the giant slayer passive instead of zero to fifteen percent based on maximum health difference now zero to twenty five percent. So that's a pretty big jump um and yeah the, for sure the maximum giant slayer damage for the difference of health is now 2500 so that's easily obtainable if you're an 80 carry and the the tank is building hard steel you're you're, you're like up there at that 25 percent bonus yeah damage so i i guess like speaking to that i definitely agree like i i think the gold efficiency is pretty insane still it's just i mean it is a pretty expensive item but I think if they were, like, I don't, 
have an issue, like you were saying, really, with the, like, hard steel builders, I guess, because you, like, like you're saying, like, there's counterplay to it in terms of, like, like, Bork is good. They just buffed Lord Dom's. Like, Lord Dom seems pretty good now. That's a pretty, um, significant, like, buff, I don't know. I like build, building LDR as AD carry. I like building LDR as Rengar a lot. I think it's so good on Rengar. Um, but yeah, I I think if anything for Heart Steel, it would be the passive. I think they should change just so it's not as oppressive in lane. Mm-hmm. But that's just a, my personal opinion. Overall, though, I don't really like have an issue with this. I think that's fine. But. Yeah, Lord Dom, I'm excited. I haven't tried Lord Dom's yet. But, let's see. Going on to Moss Stomper, the uh, green Bulbasaur jungle item. The shield strength is going from 75 to 330, 260 to 281. Um, I mean, it. I think this is fine. Yeah, I agree. Uh, like... It is what it is. Like, it was the go-to for pretty much everybody. Like, you know, it's it's hard to pass up on a free shield and bonus slow resist and tenacity. Mm-hmm. You know, for yeah. anybody. And the healing off uh, of it I thought was pretty good, too, with the, yeah. With the shield. Yeah. yeah, I agree. For, like, clearing it just was so nice because you just even held deer. But mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen... This paired with just making the red item more relevant because I feel like the red item just doesn't exist. Like I never use it ever, pretty much. Yeah, it it's just like extra damage, right? Is that what it is? The red one. Yeah, so it's like every uh, so you it's kind of like uh, fleet. Okay. Where you build like the charges, you know, mm-hmm. but it's uh, and then once you hit a hundred, the next attack slows. And then does, like, the red buff thing, like, the percent health thing. Got it. And then, um, but, yeah, it, like, like we've talked about before, like, the green one, you don't have to think about the use of the passive. Mm-hmm. The red one, you have to be way more cognizant about your use of it. Yeah. And the building up of the charges with the camps and whatnot. Um, I, I think they just need to change that item. I don't know. Like. Or buff it. Something needs to be done to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I feel like there's always been three, you know, relatively like viable jungle items, as far as like the starting items. So, I would like to see it be more relevant. I guess is my only mm-hmm. yeah I want, real I, criticism of that. I kind of want to see them make it almost like a like a poacher's knife. So they make counter jungling tougher, right? And so if you have, like, a smite pet that helps with counter-jungling, I think that would be pretty good. Uh, oh, my God. Like Dude, a, that would be... Yeah. A, a purpose, essentially. And it would also be a, a good decision to make when you're first starting out the game, you know? Um, yeah. That way you can also relieve some of the issues that people had about the counter-jungling being too difficult. Um, if you had, like, a counter-jungling, like, jungle pet for red. Or play style... The- that's a I think that's a good idea like and I feel like just from a strictly like uh intuitive viewpoint like for like anyone just you know starting off like that makes sense like yeah. it's like you get the red jungle item you're playing aggressive mm-hmm. trying to counter jungle yeah and like you can get that for people who want to maybe do or yeah like you're saying it could even open up doors for stuff where people uh you know, can do an invade if they're, um, they wouldn't be able to, I guess, normally. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess in the example of maybe someone like Diana, where they could, before it's not worth it, because, you know, you can definitely feel the difference. Like, it takes way more resource to, to kill a camp, to yeah. counter jungle at enemy camp, especially early. It feels pretty bad. Like, I just played a game where I, like, uh, I did red Raptors Gromp into invade enemy Zack on his red buff. Killed Zack, took his red, took his Krugs, 
took his Raptors, or no, he already got his Raptors, but then I reset, went to his uh, Gromp, fought him on his Gromp, and got his Gromp, but like, it was hard to take those camps, yeah. even it, as they Graves, do a lot of damage. <laughs> early. Yeah. yeah, so I was, uh, I don't know, I think that uh, it's definitely, you can feel that change, mm-hmm. and I think that that would be a creative way to change it, I yeah. think that's a good idea, you could also, and that would open up a lot of avenues for other champions too. Help yeah. with like the initial mind game, so you want to scout out the enemy jungler to see what starting pet they get, so if, they, if you see that they have red, all right, it's like, alright, we know what they're trying to do this game. Um, type of situation which could add a little bit more depth to the jungle that people are saying it's a little too easy right now based on how riot's just like spoon feeding you <laughs> the jungle so it, it can yeah. open up a lot of more skill expression in the jungle pretty cool yeah like creative stuff with mind games mm-hmm. and stuff like that that's like for me uh like that's like one of the things of like why i like playing jungle because mm-hmm. i mean you can like really play like mind games with people as far as like invading yeah like what just doing something is totally off the wall but also an effective move um but yeah i like i didn't even consider that but i think that's a great idea honestly for something for the the red item something does need to be done eventually but i know they'll get around to it but the next thing is the menace item ravenous hydra it's getting nerfed again. It's getting the nerf hammer for the third time, and it definitely needs it. But the cleave damage is going from 50% of total AD for melee and 25% for range to 40% and 20% respectively. And then the carnivore stacks lost on death, just the stacks for the item. Um, 50% of the stacks to 60% of the stacks lost now so i mean overall i think good changes no a lot to be say good changes yeah. item was insane i mean i'm a little sad because i was abusing this with ringar <laughs> and graves but when, it is what it is when, when <laughs> did you start playing the game uh 2020 okay so before like a, like a long long time ago like i think it was removed season three or season four there was an item called sword of the occult and it was an AD version of Dark Seal and Magi's. And Ravenous Hydra yeah, almost this. felt like that, where um, you, you get stacks for killing minions and getting champion takedowns, right? So um, if, <laughs> if you're killing more things, you're doing more damage, you make it harder to die yourself. And then it's just like a, a compounding item, you know? And so I think... You, uh... You hit the nail on the head yeah. of why I loved uh, playing it on Rengar. Yeah. It was <laughs> insane on him. Yeah. Because when you're at full stacks, man, you're just one-shotting so their camps, one-shotting everybody else yeah. with your passive on top of the Ravenous Hydra passive. It was just so gross. Yeah. I, like, I can't lie, but it was a lot of fun while yeah. it lasted. I'm glad they got sure. rid of the, om- the stacking Omnibam. I think that was so bad for the game, like... The yeah, more stacks you have, yeah. the more healing you get, which just makes it even harder to kill you. So I'm glad they got rid of that, but we'll see. I think I think more I think it should be more punishing with the stack drop off. We'll see if sixty percent's enough, but like maybe like a sixty five type of deal would be better. Um, I think it's like a high risk, high reward where the stacking is good, but if you die, you should you should lose a little bit more of those stacks, sort of like Magi's and Dark Seal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I agree. I feel like these are good changes overall, and it was actually a significant amount this time, pretty significant amount as far as for melee, because because um, yeah, I definitely needed it. Everybody and and their mother was abusing this item, so we'll see what that does to it. But the next change is something that I'm actually excited about. Uh, Storm Razor is getting a little buff. It's attack damage is getting changed from 40 to 45. Um, I am glad they're doing this because I feel like this is just an item that everyone just has kind of forgotten about, you know. Uh, but I like the item. Like, I like building the item, but I feel like it was a situational build because there is so much stuff that's just better than it. Um, I haven't used it, the new one. Um, but, yeah, I'll have to give it a go. I mean... Caitlyn's very good right now. I like playing Caitlyn. I 
want to try that with uh, the Gale Force Storm Razor again. Um, especially into stuff that, um, you know, you need to kite and slow people. But, yeah, I mean, do you have any thoughts on it? Anything to add to that? No, I just haven't seen it built at all, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like people just forgot it existed. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll have to give it a whirl and see, see how it is, but. I feel like it's only good on uh, Caitlyn, though. Like, I can't even imagine, like, who else would build it. I like it on Jin, Jin? sometimes. Okay. I can see it on Jin. It's it feels so bad for uh, for the enemy team because you're already like pretty fast, so making them like really slow and then with his CC is so obnoxious. Yeah. I I think a lot of the energized stuff kind of died down after like they got rid of Static Shiv. I feel like maybe Static Shiv in place of Storm Razor might be pretty good. Um, but yeah, yeah, we'll or even like add there. that component of Static to yeah, Storm Razor. That'd be pretty cool. Or yeah. something like that. Um, Instead of doing like yeah, a slow I would, or something, it just a chain lightnings like a small magic damage amount or something. Yeah, I guess to me, it, it's like I agree. I mean, the the re, it's like the passive feels underwhelming, you know, <laughs> like, and it's also very uh, like to use it and juice max value from it, yeah. you know, requires a good bit of thought as far as stacking the passive yeah because so it feels like it falls off that. with the flat bonus magic damage so if they can maybe have it almost scale with level or items maybe i think that'd be a pretty cool or make it maybe like rearrange it to make it a, like a mythic item so um as you get higher up in levels then it does more bonus magic damage and does more of a slow and then or so, and then you like charge up the energize quicker with more legendary items or something um, but yeah, it seems like it's been pretty irrelevant, so we'll see if it like comes up again. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh yeah, I think that has a lot of potential though, like you're saying. Like I think that they could do a lot of really cool things with the, the passive on this item, like um and I think it would definitely be a good candidate for something to look at for them, um, in terms of, you know, it's definitely an opportunity to make a cool item. Uh, but yeah. Um, as far as the last change with items, it's just Tiamat. Um, I guess as a result of the uh, Ravenous Hydra, the cleave damage, same same scaling, 50 to 40, and then 25 to 20 for range for the total AD percent on the cleave. Um, yeah, I don't give anything to add to that. I mean, there's not much to be said about that. But no, yeah. And there's jungle, some it's, of the jungle changes. It's in line yeah. with Hydra. Yep. Um, and the jungle changes, the jungle companion damage reduction versus epic monsters is being reduced from 30% to 20%. The jungle companion gold for bonus treats is being reduced from 35 gold to 30. And then they're adjusting some of the gold on, um, camps. So red going from 85 to 80 gold. Blue 85 to 80 as well. Gromp 75 to 70. The Krug, Ancient Krug, 17 to 15. And then the Small Wolves, 15 to 13. And then the Raptors, Small Raptors, 8 to 7. Medium Krug, 7 to 5. So, looks like they're just toning down the gold generation in the jungle a little bit, as well as the uh, damage reduction from the the jungle item. Uh, hmm. I mean, I guess um, I don't understand why they would do the damage reduction. But so I mean, it just. I guess I'm confused. The it says the companion damage reduction versus epic monsters. Yeah. So it was doing. It's doing – the pet does reduce damage to the epic ones like Dragon and – So the uh, – Herald and Baron, and that's reduced by 30%, right? So now are you doing more damage because it's only reduced by 20%? Um, I thought it was – the way I understood it was that I thought that – the jungle peg gave 
the user damage reduction against epic monsters if you had at least two allies within i think a certain amount of units with the oh so it's the damage item. you take from okay so i yeah i that, guess the that, wording so was confusing because I, I don't jungle so I, it seemed like the the pet did slightly more damage now instead of it um doing a less amount of damage to the epic monster but it's the epic monster damage to the jungler that's what i understand okay, it is that makes yeah. sense, then. but i'll double check that yeah i'll double check that but that's how i understand it okay. um i mean i just makes if that's right i mean it makes it definitely harder to take drag so you have to have be more considerate of that and respectful of it so yeah i i think i don't know we'll just have to see i mean sometimes like you know I guess that makes it, it's going to be more flippy for people who are just taking drags where they don't know where the enemy jungler is, or they don't have prio or whatnot, or not respecting their turn, but we'll have to see, I mean, that's, it'll have to be a change that you have to kind of just feel out a little bit super early to, to be able to tell something like that, you know, um, I don't know, as far as the gold, I, like, I I guess in the few games I've played, I don't really feel it too much. Like, I don't know. I think it doesn't change too much for people who are jungling properly. Yeah, I don't... You know? Because it's only for the, uh, what is it? The stacks, right? The the bonus treat stacks? Yeah, the, bon the gold. So, the gold yeah. from a lot of the camps, just in general, went mm -hmm. down a little bit. And then the jungle treats, yeah, thirty-five to thirty from the bonus treats. Okay. So like when you would have the, yeah, um, and I guess everything but, across the board is slightly less too. Yeah. Know. So it, just a little bit less um, economy, but yeah. yeah. Do are full clearing junglers like buying items quickly? Is that what the issue is, or? I think that yeah, I think that was part of the issue because. Okay. They're hitting their items pretty, uh, I think, relative to other mm. lanes and stuff, pretty pretty fast as um, compared to you know before. Okay. Uh, I think was the idea that that was their general uh, sentiment, I guess, with that change. Got it. But, um, but yeah, and then it looks like there's just some Arium balance changes um anything else you want to add bomo uh i think i'm done playing clash forever because i won the aram clash came in first place so with the the aram changes it actually felt pretty fun not gonna lie i know people were complaining about a lot of the the choke points and being a slightly random but i think that's kind of what makes aram fun uh, but yeah i had a great time playing aram clash did you play aram clash yeah, yeah, we played, uh, sorry, they, I played on, um, Eric's team with Eric, his, uh, his brother and some of their friends, mm -hmm. but, uh, it was fun, we got third place, nice. I had a great time, I've been really enjoying the new ARAM. Yeah, and, I've been um, having a lot of fun with it too. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, overall, great changes, yeah. like, I think it looks polished, like, I think that... They made some creative changes. The hex um, gates, I feel like, are pretty good for ARAM, too. Yeah, like, uh, that was just, like, a good idea. Yeah. Like, like several of my friends have commented about, yeah, the hex gates is just so nice because there's zero downtime for, um, where you're, you know, you're just walking to the action and, like, you're doing nothing. So, <laughs> I think that's good. Um, and then just generally the map is bigger. Uh, I think it's, the games, the pace is quicker, too. Which yeah, I like uh, it's more. It feels, feels like, more like an ARAM type of game, you know. Like yeah, I hate those fighting, ARAM games scrapping. that just stand around and people are trying to poke each other, but no one's doing anything. Um, and like the fast, the faster pace of it feels like there's more action going on. It's actually like fighting because I think the most fun ARAMs are those like fifty kills on each side in like fifteen minute type of situations, you know, and that just accelerates that yeah. type of gameplay. Oh yeah, no, I I totally agree. But overall, yeah, I think they did a great job with that. And that was, um, that's definitely been a lot of fun for me personally. Um, 
but but yeah, I've been enjoying it. Anything else to add with the uh, day rim changes, Bemo? I don't think so. I think it's okay. Well, yeah, that'll wrap up this episode then. Cool. Um, I guess as a reminder, if you have any questions or suggestions, feel free to email us at questions at trinityforcepodcast.com. Um, but in the meantime, that'll be it for episode 791. See ya. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to our product and being a member of the Trinity Force Network community. If you have a moment, please head over to iTunes and give your favorite show a comment and a rating. If you're so inclined, you can check out all of the other great shows in the network. We've got a wide variety of content from League of Legends to general gaming and role-playing podcasts. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we can be found in Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit under T-Force Network. We've also got a Patreon under that name where you can support your favorite shows with a small donation each month. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy all of our podcasts, videos, and the community that we provided. 